Blog Talk Radio.
it's not a social organization. It's not just an educational organization. We have a mission, and our mission is to wake up as many Americans as possible, every American if we could, but to wake up as many Americans as possible and to get them involved in helping to safeguard the freedoms and liberties that living in this nation affords us all and to provide the the maintenance and the tender loving care that our nation requires of us at this moment. And that's a pretty serious mission. So it requires a good bit more commitment than just an organization whose mission was to provide a place for folks to hang out and uh, chat with each other or uh, just to show folks uh, or teach folks the correct way to use a firearm. Uh, That's certainly part of our mission. I mean, the social thing isn't part of our mission. It's a naturally uh, occurring peripheral effect. But our mission is a, a much more serious one. And and it's it's much more important that we stay focused on what we're doing, and uh, and yet there's no reason that we can't stay focused on what we're doing and uh, tell the folks who are doing it thanks. So that's what we want you guys to do. Would you call in and give a shout out? Congratulations to folks who have shot through rifleman standards or just passed a PC or just do their first event, and uh, tell them thank you on the air. And uh, and then if anybody's got a uh, uh, a uh, progress report or an after-action report for an event that they've done, <clears throat> or an after-action report on the how their state is running uh, this year, then we'd love to hear from you guys, too. Also, if you have a commercial venture that you want to uh, to get on the air, we'll be glad to to listen to that. When you listen to the show, when the show starts up and you hear the the song "Control" by Poker Face, that is uh, the band Poker Face. You can reach them at PokerFace.com. That is the band that is uh, uh, loaning us the music, letting us use the uh, their music for free for the show, and we really appreciate that. Poker Face is a great band. And uh, you can find them at different places across the United States uh, playing their music and uh, trying to to get their own version of the message of safeguarding and protecting our freedoms and liberties out at different venues across the nation. So if you want to go and listen to more of their music, go to PokerFace.com. And you can listen. There's a lot of the albums, I mean, a lot of the songs that you can listen to uh, for free there. And maybe you like it. Maybe you want to uh, to purchase an album. Or maybe you just want us to shoot them a, uh, an email real quick and say, hey, thanks for letting uh, uh, Rosslyn Radio use your music. That would be great, too, because we do appreciate it. We appreciate uh, our friends and those folks that are trying to uh, to work towards the same goals that we're working. Uh, we've also got... Uh, uh, Beth Schoenberg, uh, who used to be on the Dairy Brownfield show. And 
the coast. He can put the the uh, website up for Beth, but she's running her own talk show now, and uh, it has a, a huge amount of information. You're not going to get uh, all of the information that you need about what's going on in the nation by going to the Appleseed uh, website and reading it. We have a very specific uh, job that we're doing, and that's pushing Appleseed. We don't spend uh, uh, much, if any, time at all telling you about any of the other uh, things that are going on in the nation or uh, or exposing you to any other ways that uh, uh, that you can get involved or help in a local or national way. But uh, Beth has a lot of guests on her show uh, who can give you that uh, that part of the information that you need to round out uh, to round out the the information that you need to make the decisions on what you need to do. So as soon as uh, as soon as he puts that up, and I hope that I'm I hope that I'm still on the air here. I'm just getting a note here that's saying that the the server is being reconnected to. <clears throat> anyway, wonderful uh wonderful uh Walk Talk technology stuff here. I'm not sure how they do it to begin with. Uh we've got uh Thomas Clock and Blue Feather in New Mexico. These are Alpstein instructors who would already donate a great amount of their time to instructing at Appleseed. And uh we want to uh we want to help them out if we can by purchasing their handmade soap, which is a great soap, great product that they do. You can reach them at uh uh Blue Feather Soaps. Uh, just Google Blue Feather Soaps and you'll get her uh, you'll get her web address and you can order some good handmade soap there from Blue Feather, and that'll help her out, and it'll help you out. So, uh, we've got uh, we've got the company that uh, that uh, Mark Martinez and myself started called uh, BattleRoadUSA.com, and I was at the bank earlier today <coughs> working out some of the details for electronic, for the business account, for electronic uh, uh, registration. We're going to be using Eventbrite just like uh, Appleseed is using. And uh, uh, the, the thing that I found out about... Uh, you know about starting your own business is certainly uh, Mark and I were both very naive because uh, I think that we just thought that we were going to uh, we were going to get a pine board and put our uh, get the paint and put our phone numbers on there the name of the company and uh, and we were going to be good to go and. Uh, it was much more complicated than that. So uh, we have uh, we've been working through it over the last uh, six months or so, 
and uh, you know the the process of starting a business is is fairly complicated, and uh, uh, nothing you can't work through. But every single thing you do needs to have a permit or a uh, or a license, or uh, you need to apply for uh, for this or that. And each time you do that, then the state or the federal government wants they want you to pay. They want you to pay to apply for the permit that is going to tax you. And I always thought that that was uh, kind of funny because, uh, you know, it's almost like, uh, it's almost like when your mom is telling you to go out and, uh, and get a switch so she can spank you with it. Uh, but that's what it, uh, that's what it takes if you want to uh, if you want to start a business. Then one of the things you're going to have to do is start. Uh, you'll have to go down the full road of getting the permits and licenses and <clears throat> and everything else. But uh, we were glad to do it because. Uh, because it's important to us. And listen, uh, the host, if if I am going out over the air, would you whisper that in my ear so that uh, I know that I am because uh, um, the messages I'm getting from Blog Talk is, uh, is that I've got you on uh, on the phone line. I don't know if it's making it over the net. Okay. All right. Well, that's, if it's on the phone, it should be good because it's just saying that uh, it's telling me that it can't uh, it can't uh, find any of the servers for Blog Talk. So uh, so hopefully, I'm just going to keep on talking, and then maybe the problem will uh, resolve itself. Anyway, uh, my. <laughs> You're talking about getting your mother to go out and get you the, the switch to spank yourself with. That's how I see the uh, all of the different uh, entities telling you that we want you to go. We want you to to first buy this permit from us so that we can then have access to your money. And uh, like I said, that's a that's a wonderful uh, wonderful business if you can get that. Uh, my grandmother never, never asked us to go outside and get a switch. Uh, she just grabbed one of the hot tracks, uh, tracks. She called them train tracks. She said, "You guys are going to get. You guys, I'm, I, I swear, I'm going to lay into you with some of those train tracks." And she would grab the Hot Wheels tracks and uh, and just spank us in a circle with it. I didn't have anything to do with the business. It just popped into my head while I was telling about the switches. <clears throat> anyway, the uh, the work that I did today set up to set up the account with the Eventbrite will allow us to take pre-registration from folks who would like to attend a Battle Road course, uh, kind of just like Appleseed does. So if you would like to look and see what we are doing now, we also have the, the website is under construction too, uh, but it's still up and still going, and you can find it at battleroad 
BattleRoadUSA.com. BattleRoadUSA.com. We've got uh, the next classes coming up the 21st and 22nd of July. And these are the uh, uh, level one and level two handgun courses. And <clears throat> these are not uh, basic or baby courses. These are very uh, fast-paced courses packed with a, uh, a huge amount of information, a huge amount of uh, uh, techniques and tactics that you're going to need. And uh, we'll, let's see, the week after that, we'll have the uh, home defense shotgun course. Now, Mark just finished up uh, a whole bunch of shotgun classes, instructor classes, and uh, in order that uh, we could bring you uh, the uh, the best training that we can. So that's what we're we're interested in, and certainly at Battle Road, it, it's going to be a bit different than a lot of other uh, classes you may attend. One of the best things we have is that we have our own private range, which means that you're not going to be uh, stuck in a little pigeonhole facing forward, and I'm not allowed to move, not allowed to shoot more than one round per second, something like that. We're going to be giving you the uh, ability to uh, to move and to shoot just as we would have you doing, uh, just as you would be doing in a real-world scenario. And uh, we don't, we haven't just gone to classes and inherited their uh, their teaching ideas and techniques. What we've done is we've used the uh, the experience that Mark and I have both uh, gained after a combination of over 80 years uh, in defending yourself and understanding threats and what, that's what we're going to teach you. And uh, we're going to put up a uh, a place on the website for uh, for folks to give testimonials. But listen, everybody's come has uh, has really benefited the course, benefited from the course and really enjoyed it. All right. So the next course is twenty one, twenty two of July. That's for level one, level two handgun. And then the next weekend will be home defense shotgun. We'll have level three handgun coming up. Uh, and not too uh, not too long from now, I'm sure that'll be in the fall, and that will be uh, that will be a lot more of what I call like the icing on the cake. That's uh, a lot more of the stuff that's just that's just plain fun, uh, shooting from from different positions, uh, like uh, like when you're laying, when you've just been knocked to the ground, shooting from close up. Uh, clearing, uh, being able to, we're going to teach you how to uh, correctly clear your home, uh, vehicle defense, uh, and force on force, and a lot of other things that that will help you round out your handgun uh, abilities. All right, once again, you can find us at uh, uh, BattleRoadUSA.com. We got Jimmy. With uh, Desert Eagle Farms out in New Mexico, and he is uh, uh, he is a dealer for uh, long-term 
storable food. You can find him at uh, Desert Eagle Farms, and uh, we encourage you to get to stock up on some long-term food, uh, some long-term storable food. Whether you get it from Jimmy or not, that's up to you. All right, but uh, I've looked at his prices and stuff. He's got good prices, and he's a fellow apple seed person. And uh, I'd rather have the money uh, going to him than to uh, a company I don't know. So we encourage you to get uh, enough food to be able to carry you through any uh, any interruption of services that might be coming down the pike towards you. And uh, I certainly can't uh, prophecy and, uh, and tell you when something is coming. Uh, you don't know. I mean, it would be nice if we knew so that we could go in an orderly fashion and stock up, but we don't know. Uh, usually it happens out of the blue, and you get to the store, there's no food there. Now, how are you going to feed your family? How are you going to feed yourself? Uh, the answer is, is don't wait till then. Get uh, Start uh, storing up food and other items you'll need to weather an interruption of services, and uh, do it in a nice orderly fashion a little bit at a time, and, and get it done. Uh, as apple seed folks, our job is to be able to be prepared enough that we can provide leadership for our friends, our neighbors, our community in the event of some type of a natural disaster or interruption of services. And you can't do that if you're scrambling around looking for food yourself, all right? Jimmy's also a... Uh, dealer now for the Mildot Master, and uh, that is the uh, device which allows you to estimate range, and it does a really good job of uh, helping you to estimate range. So uh, I would, uh, if you get a chance, uh, I would uh, suggest that you go and you... Uh, And look at uh, at the Mill Dot Master, and uh, I can't see what the website is, so I'll just have to uh, I'll just have to to wait on that. <clears throat> uh, okay. It looks I'm checking my computer. It looks like it may be. Uh, Maybe my uh, internet provider is out. So if uh, hopefully you guys are still hearing this. <clears throat> anyway, uh, Jimmy does Eagle Farms. He has the email master, and he's, he's willing to just sell it to you at a discount. All right, <clears throat> so. Uh, if you're interested in long-range shooting and you want a way to uh, quickly estimate your range and uh, to do it without batteries or uh, or any kind of electrical device, then uh, uh, contact Jimmy and he can set you up. I believe they're going for about 30 bucks a piece or more plus shipping uh, at different dealers on the uh, on the web and stuff, and you can get. Yours from him uh, for 25 bucks plus 
free shipping. All right. Uh, I know that there were some more folks, uh, but since I can't, uh, since I can't get to the uh, to the chat page, we'll just uh, we'll just go ahead and get started with the uh, the body of the show. Once again, if you would like to call in, and we would like for you to call in, if you'd like to call in and uh, give thanks to your local crew members or give an after action on a recent shoot or for your state, how your state is running, uh, to ask for help at an upcoming event or anything at all, and we welcome your call, 347-308-8790. Now, the title of the show is Are You a One Percenter? And what that means is the the, uh, our nation all throughout our nation's history we have faced some horrible times, some very, very rough times, some very, very dangerous times when, when the fate of our nation, the future of our nation was, was very unclear. Whether we were going to survive as a nation uh, came into question many times. And in each of those instances, the nation was not saved by a majority of Americans coming forward and putting their shoulder to the wheel and pushing the nation through those hard places. Not by a long shot. In each and every case, the fate of our nation was decided by a tiny few, by just a handful of folks. And that's who we are. That's who Appleseed is. We are that that tiny group of folks that the nation is depending on. We are going to be able to change the future of our nation. But it's going to take every one of us. There are 200 plus, 200, probably 250 million uh, people living in America. I was going to say 250 million Americans, but we know that uh, there's up to 40 million illegal aliens. So let's say uh, 250 million people living in the nation. Just just 1% of those folks, 2.5 million people, with 2.5 million apple seeders, we can change the nation. And this isn't uh, this isn't me guessing that maybe we could or, or or wondering if we could. I'm telling you, we have 2.5 million determined apple seeders. We can change the future of this nation. But we've got to get those 2.5 million apple seeders uh, on the line. We've got to get them on the line in order for them to hear the message 
and they should become a part of the program. And whether they become instructors or not is, is really not important. Uh, it would be nice to have uh, uh, one uh, thousandth of one percent, uh, or one thousandth of the uh, of the uh, of the one percent they were looking for that could become instructors. But we're not even going to need that many. What we need is the folks who have been exposed to the Appleseed message to spend uh, just the most minimal amount of time on helping to safeguard the freedoms and liberties that living in this nation affords them. And and I don't think that that is an unreasonable goal. I think that that's something that, that we can push towards and then we can set as a goal uh, for the near future. You know, we talk all the time in the program about <clears throat> the uh, about the day in the not too distant future when the one millionth apple seeder uh, shows up on the light and add an apple seed and. Uh, and that's going to be a reality. And from the one millionth, it's not that far uh, to get to the 2.5 million. All right? Okay, I can see that we got back, uh, we got back some of our, or at least I did. I got back to my server. I doubt you guys were ever even affected. Anyway, I got back, uh, uh, my uh, server abilities, so now I can I can read the chat again, guys. Now remember, we need you guys. I'm sure the co-host has already put this in somewhere, but we got uh, 48 lines sitting there free, waiting for you to call in to thank your local crew members, all right, or to give a uh, uh, an after action or an event you just went to, or to uh, tell us about your state. Don't worry about calling in. Don't be nervous about it. Uh, you just call in. We have a regular telephone chat, just like uh, just like we would if it was just you and me talking to each other on the phone uh, in private. And nothing uh, special about it, nothing tricky about it. And uh, if you do have some apprehension about it, this is a great chance for you to, to call into the program and uh, help to get you over that apprehension so that you can call your local radio shows and get the word about out about Appleseed on your local radio shows. Listen, guys, promotions is one of the most important aspects of ensuring that our program continues on track, that it stays on track. And, uh, and radio is one of the best ways to do it. You can uh, call up your local radio station and, uh, and get on the air really pretty easily. Uh, I usually never have a tr- have a problem by calling a, on calling a local radio station and getting on the air, unless their uh, unless their subject matter is completely different than uh, uh, than than what I would like to talk about. You know, so give me a call. We'll work that out here. The the promotions aspect of Apple 
is tremendously important. Uh, I think that most of the time, most folks think that that somebody else is doing it. You know, somebody else. I'm sure I'm not going to worry too much about promotions. I'm sure somebody else is doing it. We got Shotgun News, and uh, you know, we got the website, and I'm I'm sure it's going to work out just fine. And and the reality is, is that it's not. Uh, even with all of the different electronic means of contacting folks and stuff today, we still need your word of mouth plugged into the uh, equation. And you can very easily, uh, I can, I'm working into just about every conversation uh, that I have with folks that I don't know. And uh, I have no shame in doing it because uh, I, don't, I don't feel like like I like I need to be ashamed about being uh, concerned about my nation. So I uh, I worked it into just about every conversation uh, that I have, and after doing it for so long, I've pretty got a pretty decent spiel down. So I can I can do it more easily because I've already done it a lot. But that's one of the things that you that you need to do is is kind of practice what you're going to say when you talk to folks. And that way, uh, you're not fighting for the words, right? Uh, You already know what you're going to say. You already got it worked out. So you're not fighting for the words to explain what you're going to do. Uh, All you're doing is uh, waiting for an opportunity to to get get your foot in the door to lead into it. And uh, I do it at the gas pumps. Do it at the uh, checkout counter. Um, I did it today buying uh, bearings for my welder. Uh, I just asked the guy, the guy, you do much shooting? And they said, yeah, yeah. You know, one guy said, yeah, he did. He did uh, but the other guy, the other end, I mean, you should talk to him. He really does a lot of shooting. And so I just, uh, I just spoke a little bit louder while I was talking to him so that the guy at the other end of the counter could hear, and he moved down. Pretty soon, a couple of guys got up from their desks and came over, and uh, and we stood there, and we just had a quick little uh, elevator meeting. I spoke for probably, I would say, at least uh, 10 to 12 minutes uh, and uh, and invited them all to uh, come to the event. And, uh, and some of the guys uh, said that they were more than willing to come, and they were looking forward to it. One of the guys already called me. Uh, uh, asking about uh, uh, directions and dates, and uh, it, it's it gets to be uh, not difficult at all, but it's, it doesn't get that way by not ever doing it. You know, you know I had to do it a few times. Uh, I had to experience the discomfort talking to strangers about stuff, and that's something. It's not something that most of us usually do. Most of us usually keep to ourselves, and we don't speak a lot to folks uh, that we don't know. We may raise our hand and give kind of a little wave and, and say howdy or, or uh, you know, how's it going, how you doing? Uh, but we usually don't pigeonhole somebody and say, hey, how's it going? Uh, you know, uh, you get much rain on your property this week? Or, you know, we usually don't just bust in and start a conversation. But that's something that that we need to start doing. And if you don't like doing it that way, then by gosh, if you don't want to talk to somebody face-to-face, then by all means, 
Give them a call on the radio. Give them the radio station a call. That way you're talking to uh, uh, 500, 5,000, 500,000 folks uh, at once. And you're not having to, uh, not having to shake all the dirty hands or, uh, you know, or talk to them one-on-one. Uh, you can get it all done in, uh, in a quick 60 seconds over the radio. And uh, I encourage you guys to to look at this opportunity and to use it without more promotions, without more attention being paid to promotions, the program is going to start suffering. And uh, and there's no two ways around that. We've, uh, we've caught most of the easy fish, so now we're going to have to start doing a little bit more work. Now, we, when you first get to the fishing hole, you get the fish that uh, that jump into the boat, and then you get the fish that uh, that you can catch without any bait at all in the hook, and then you got to start using bait, and then uh, and then it just gets harder and harder. And it's the same thing with uh, with apple seed. And there are there are millions millions of people who want to attend an apple seed but they don't know that it exists, all right? And that's where we need your help. We need your help in letting the folks know that Appleseed is a wonderful program. It's a viable program and a very useful program, a utilitarian program, and a patriotic program. And the best way is for you to tell them that. And whether you're doing it on a one-on-one or if you're doing it on the radio, it's still we're still going to need your help in doing it. Not something we can do alone. Not something just a few guys can do. We need the help of all of the Appleseed, uh, all of the all of the Appleseed members, all the people that have attended Appleseed. Make sure that when you're doing your uh, when you're doing your end of the uh, the Sunday evening benediction, because that's one of the things that you ask of the folks that are attending there. First, you need to ask for folks that uh, would be interested in, in becoming instructors. You need to ask them to talk to you after the event. And then you need to, need to remind everybody that the, the best way they can help is by telling someone else about the program. And give them some of the trifolds or some of the brochures if they uh, if they are willing to put them in the hands of another person. Not, don't force it on people because if you force it on people, they'll just end up in the trash can at the first rest stop or a convenience store. Find out the people that are interested in doing it, and then uh, and then give them some of the uh, uh, the promotional literature and ask them to pass them out for you. All right, I want to read you a uh, a listen. The lines are still open. We would still like for you to call in. And uh, and I'm not trying to talk, you guys. I'm just saying it always amazes me when when we tell folks that we are giving them this, uh, this venue and this free time to call in and... Thank their local crews, thank their 
their folks that and we don't get stampeded with folks calling in because if I was on the other end of the microphone, I can guarantee you I would be calling in to uh, thank my local folks. Uh, tonight, I want to thank uh, the crew that has been coming here to Davila uh, for, I guess, I guess for uh, at least three years now. And uh, that's uh, Larry Coonrad and uh, his son. And Larry's an instructor, and he's not his son, his grandson, his grandson, Andrew. And Andrew is an instructor also. Larry has been coming for the last uh, three-plus years, and uh, his forename is uh, Old Reliable. And that is something that he is. I mean, he's absolutely reliable. When the uh, when the Appleseed weekend is here, uh, I don't have to wonder. I know he's going to be here. He's going to be here. He's going to uh, help get everything set up. He's going to help uh, put the backers up, put the flags up. Uh, he's going to help with everything. And he's never going to complain about it. He's never going to... Uh, uh, he's never going to uh, try and worm his way out of it. He's always going to be there uh, and and be helping with the event in any way he can, even if it is bailing out a porta potty because the porta potty folks didn't come and do their duty. And he's going to do it. And uh, he and I have done that, uh, I think, twice over the last uh, over the last four or five years. Now, the way I got around that was uh, I got uh, disgusted with them because it, not only did they forget to come out and clean them out a couple of times, but one time they needed the porta potties somewhere else, so they just came out here and picked it up and took it somewhere to another event. And uh, I was paying a monthly fee to keep it here. So I got completely disgusted, and I built my own. So I took all of the, uh, uh, the however much it was, 160 bucks a month uh, fees uh, away from uh, having to be paid. I built my own. And uh, But Larry is a completely reliable, completely trustworthy, and... Just a fantastic guy. And he brought his son. And then uh, not long after he brought his son, he started bringing his son's friends. So we have another instructor, which is one of his son's friends, another youth. And uh, and Larry is uh, hes a salt of the earth, and he's another good man to ride the river with. All right, we've got, uh, we've got a caller uh, on the air here. And the rest of you guys, uh, do your duty. Call in and give your local guys thanks. They, tell them thanks for the folk, the, the work that they do or give an after action, whatever you need to do. But uh, be sure and tell the folks. If you don't say it on the radio station, be sure and tell it to them in an email or a PM or call them on the phone. Let them know how much you appreciate 
uh, their participation in the program and the help that they provide to you. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Andrew in uh, the DFW area, Star Fox on the forum. Andrew, welcome to the show. Hey, Scout. How's it going? Uh, just just fantastic. How about yourself? Yeah, not, not too many complaints. <laughs> well, who do you have to, or do you, what do you, uh, what are you calling in about this evening? Do you have somebody that you want to thank, or do you have some other information, or an after action? What do you got? Ah, well, you know, I mean, uh, really, you know, it was just kind of uh, saw the emails like, hey, thanking, you know, our, our local DFW crew. I mean, I think, uh, you know, I'm not trying to take too much of my own horn, but I think we got a really good crew up here in DFW, and you, know, you send out a call, and they always seem to come through, uh, no matter what. Um, but you, you know, Kirk. Stickler on the forum, um, you know he's he, he came into it with us, and uh, you know he recently got a shoot boss wings back in October, and he's kind of really helped to take up a little bit of the slack for uh, Lauren Double L and myself uh, up in this area, so we can uh, be free to pursue some uh, other things as well. Um, so you know Kirk, and then uh, you know there's so many other names in this area, and we've we've lost people from the DFW area, you know, just a simple life. Uh, you know, we, had, we had a couple people who uh, left and, and went to uh, other areas of the country uh, just because for jobs and all that good stuff, but there's uh, definitely one person we wanted to really sing, single out, uh, at least in this area, who's done just an absolute bang-up job ever since he got here, and that's uh, a guy by the name of Floyd Ferguson. Uh, I believe he's Floyd F. on the uh, on the forum. Uh, you talk about somebody that really understands the, uh, you know, the Appleseed Trail. Uh, he he definitely understood the Appleseed Trail from the beginning. He's followed uh, uh, he's followed you know the the, the path. Uh, I think since he got here, and I think his first one was under us in like September or August of last year. And I think he was an IIT one, and he he got on the trail. He went after that IIT. Uh, trail and he was a he was a red hat by the end of the year and now he just earned his shoot bus wings not too long ago so i mean you can't get any better than that but he's also taken up you know the mantle of uh, running some of the uh, promotion activities and some of the outrage the library seat and that kind of thing in the north dallas area and for us up here in dfw so uh yeah i mean if i had single out one person to thank and i don't want to you know not mention anybody but floyd's definitely uh, you know, been exemplary in this area. Well, you're absolutely right, and, uh, and of course, yeah, I, I know both these guys. I know Kirk, and uh, for those of you that don't know Kirk, uh, he is the uh, the driving force behind most of the uh, the artwork that you'll see at at Appleseed. He designed the trifold that we use for uh, uh, promotions and to hand out at events and stuff like that. Now, that was originally the Texas trifold, and uh, he uh, tweaked it so that it can be used across the nation. And uh, Kurt just does a, a fantastic job on anything he sets his mind to doing. Uh, He's uh, done a great job over the last couple of years helping out at events and, and now running his own events. And Floyd 
Boyd is another man, uh, another good man to ride the river with. Uh, just like uh, uh, Andrew says, he is, uh, he really didn't waste any time on his, uh, once he decided to become an instructor, uh, he put his mind to it. And he, he very quickly worked his way up uh, to a uh, full instructor, and he's helped out everywhere. You name it, Floyd is there. He's there at uh, at the instructor gatherings. He's there at any promotional opportunities. And uh, I know that he uh, he certainly helps a lot in the PFW area. And you guys have a really great crew up there, Andrew. Uh, you've got uh, a great assistant right there in your own house. Uh, <laughs> your lovely uh, wife, Double L, uh, and uh, you guys, uh, I've, I thank you guys on a fairly regular basis. So i got to be careful about wearing that out. But I, I thank you guys on a fairly regular basis here on the radio show because uh, the Texas program is indebted to you guys for all the hard work that you guys have done on the, uh, getting uh, the DFW area up and running, of getting the ranges up there, uh, on board with the program, and then uh, bringing in the instructors like uh, Floyd. And like you said, you've got a, a big crew up there, and you, you're doing the, the best job of uh, anywhere in the state of producing uh, new instructors, which is really good because if you guys are going to gin up all those locations, you better be working to gin up some instructors to uh, to help out and take the load there, and uh, I'm proud of Floyd for getting his uh, his green hat and becoming a shoot boss, and uh, and uh, for one second off of the the Appleseed topic, but how did your lovely bride do at her high power shoot? Oh, well, um, she has now uh, graduated from sharpshooter class to expert class. Um, so at the, at, the, at the state competition about a month ago, she won uh, high woman and high sharpshooter honors um, and then repeated about two weeks later at the Texas regional uh, shoot, and she shot a very high master-level score uh, to again win sharpshooter classification, and she actually swept all matches at sharpshooter. Then um, she followed that up by shooting a, a very powerful CMP score. That, other than a interesting little uh, quirk in the uh, other competitors, it, it turns out that everybody that qualified for leg points in the CMP uh, all shot the identical same score, which was only two points higher than hers. Wow. That's uh, kind of strange. Yeah, it was, and several of her fellow shooters uh, told her that, you know, at any other event, that would have gotten her leg points towards her Distinguished Rifleman badge. And um, so she's uh, shot, you know, she's now a, a strong expert shooter, uh, and uh, several of the people that, uh, you know, coach her and are, are friendly with her on, on, on that trail, on that circuit, uh, are not gonna, so they're not going to be a uh, surprise when she's awarded her high master card. Yeah. Soon. <laughs> yeah, and listen, this is something that I, I talked about for a long time, and 
Andrew and Double L, Andrew uh, and Lauren, uh, and I'm not saying that they uh, that they did anything because I said anything, uh, but they did go out and uh, and uh, and do what I've been asking a lot of folks to do, which is, and I know that there's not a lot of time in uh, in folks' lives and stuff like that, but. Uh, one of the things that I would uh, that I would suggest for folks to do is if you uh, if you have a desire to uh, to shoot in competitions, one of the one of the great ways that we can get the Appleseed name out there amongst the shooting community is for you to go to uh, an event and enter events and start shooting. It'll give you a chance to put the skills and techniques that you learn at Appleseed into use. And then uh, when you start winning events, and you will, uh, if you are practicing these skills and techniques that we're teaching you at Appleseed, and when you start winning events and you are showing up there with your uh, Appleseed uh, patch on and uh, letting people know that that's where you, uh, uh, that's where you uh, were honed your skills at, then that's going to do a great deal toward uh, getting the message out to folks. Because I'll tell you right now, you know, if you are out doing something and you're doing a good job of it, then uh, folks are going to ask you where you learned, uh, you know, where you where you learned your techniques, or uh, you know, how did you learn something? And uh, this is a great way. Uh, to get uh, the information out. So, yeah, and that, that, that's a really good point, Scout, because one thing I'd say about uh, Lauren's first experience, she, she shot State one year ago. It was her very first competition, and it was kind of almost a spur-of-the-moment type thing. And she uh, um, she was placed front and center, firing point twenty. So anybody out there that's a shoot boss knows that, you know, you got somebody you think might be a problem child, you stick them right in the center of the, you know, line right behind that line, boss. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> and, uh, that's where she was placed and, you know, she proceeded to shoot and, you know, they were so impressed with her. I mean, a couple of guys even said, he's like, wow, we weren't even expecting you to hit paper. <laughs> you know? And she, you know, she, she was rocking, yeah, she was rocking the in black, so. Well, and, and you know, of course, one one kind of humorous thing about this is that uh, I was, you know, I was uh, I was complimenting, or we were talking about uh, the way the folks at a lot of the rifle matches uh, were talking about uh, uh, where is your cart at? You know, where's the cart that you use to carry your rifle and, and all your other stuff and <laughs> and Lauren was just, uh, you know, she had a rifle on her shoulder, and and uh, people were just looking at her like she was from an alien planet because she didn't have all of the uh, extra gear, the little shopping carts and stuff to push all the stuff on. And uh, I said, yeah, you guys are making a good impression. And uh, and I'd always congratulate them on that until one day I got an email with. Uh, uh, some plans that they had for building one of those shopping carts. But did you guys <laughs> ever build that? 
Oh, God, yes. Unfortunately. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, man. Unfortunately, it also taught us to, uh, you know, go to the people that have actually been there, done that, and built, you know, gotten a product for it. Don't try to do it on your own. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't keep getting sucked over into the dark side, Andrew. You guys uh, keep doing it with the, the minimalist attitude. And uh, oh, yeah. Andrew and uh, Lauren have also, they've also been instrumental in uh, not just uh, uh, not just uh, having, uh, with being content with uh, them shooting. Uh, they've actually put together on, uh, let's see, two separate occasions within the last year, I believe. They've helped uh, ramrod uh, shooting teams that they put together using uh, Appleseed shooters and uh, and participated in uh, a couple of events. And uh, I appreciate the work that you guys did on that. And I think that that, uh, that every time something like that happens, every time we do something like that, it pushes the, fro- the, the program forward, uh, you know, another few inches. And we have to have that. There's no magic, uh, there's no magic formula or no, uh, no special, uh, magic beans that are going to win the promotions game for us. It, it's a brick-by-brick brick, uh, project. You know, you put the foundation down, you put on a brick, you put on some mortar, you put another brick, you put on some more mortar, you put on another brick. And that's how you do the promotions. And uh, and that's what needs to be done. And you guys are doing a great job of it. Uh, anybody else that you want to... Uh, to give congratulations to, or any other of the uh, the uh, recent events that you would like to give an uh, an after action on? Uh, no, I think I think that's pretty much it, and uh, I think we're probably actually going to go out of here and uh, get some late dinner, actually. <laughs> but I right. wanted to call in and thank our DFW crew up here because they they do an amazing job, and I know I didn't name every name, but. Uh, we we do have an amazing crew up here that uh, that really uh, helps us out a lot. Uh, so any of it, any of the success that you, you kind of uh, attribute to Lauren and I, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, part of your success is also defined by your your followers' ability uh, to 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 perform. And and all of the instructors up here, and I could name names, and I'd be on here for another 20 minutes. Uh, they, they've done an excellent job up here, and then we're super proud of them. And uh, we're we're just happy to uh, to be working the trail so hard up here in DFW. It keeps us busy for sure. All right. Well, thank you, Andrew. So your lovely bride, I said thank you, and then uh, thanks to all of the crew in the DFW area because uh, we're really proud of the DFW folks. They've done such a great job, and uh, we really look forward uh, to this coming year and to the rest of the crews that are going to build up on the ones that are running now. So thank you, Andrew, and uh, and uh, grab yourself a cold one uh, dinner for me. All right, I will do. All right. Talk to you soon. Take care. God bless. Bye. Okay, the call-in number is 347-308-8800. Three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero, and uh, you can call in to thank your local crew, uh, or to uh, 
uh, give an after action, or uh, if you've got a question that uh, that you would like us to answer, we'll be glad to do our best to answer any questions you have. So give us a call, 347-308-8790. Uh, all right. Uh, like I said, the the title of the show tonight, uh, which is Are You a One Percenter? Uh, I I believe I put something in the uh, in the info section of the show a uh, a, a small part of a quote from Joseph Reed. Uh, Joseph Reed was. Washington's uh, secretary, and uh, he was with Washington uh, during the uh, the dark days of the American Revolutionary War in the beginning. <clears throat> now, in the very beginning, it was it was great. Uh, they uh, pretty much chased the on April nineteenth, thirteen seventy five. They chased the British back to Boston and locked them in. Uh, then they, uh, though they lost the field at Bunker Hill, uh, it was certainly a a victory uh, for the colonists. And then when they forced the uh, the British to abandon Boston, there were three victories right there in a row that uh, that that made the made the uh, the war looked like it might be easily won. However, there were dark days coming, and they did come. When the uh, British returned after they had uh, been driven from Boston and began their attacks in uh, New York and ended up driving Washington and his men west uh, in a series of defeats until they had pushed them across the Delaware River. And at the same time, the uh, there was a defeat after defeat. Uh, there were thousands of men captured uh, at the, at the, uh, uh, the battles in New York at uh, Brooklyn and... Uh, uh, Fort Washington, and uh, uh, it it looks terrible for the Americans, and uh, and they have lost thousands by capture. They have lost thousands of men when the men's uh, short-term enlistments expired, because. Uh, in the beginning of the war, in the first couple of years of the war, when men enlisted, they didn't they didn't enlist uh, as they would in the future for the rest of World War II of, of the American Civil War, World War One, and uh, and World War Two. The the normal duration uh, for over a century. In America, was called for the duration. And that means once you enlisted, you were enlisted until the war was over. You were enlisted for the duration. 
Uh, we didn't have that in uh, uh, Vietnam or, or at any time since Vietnam. Matter of fact, in Vietnam, you had just a 12-month tour of duty that you were going to do. And in the beginning of the American Revolutionary War, it was usually uh, uh, a maximum of 12 months. People would sign up anywhere from two or three months to a 12-month period of duty. And once their period of duty was up, they went home. Well, it just so happened that during the dark days uh, after these defeats, after the uh, after the American army had been driven west, driven across the Delaware, that uh, the majority of the enlistments for the for the military uh, had gone up. Uh, thousands and thousands of men left and went home. Thousands more. Uh, had gotten so ill that they were no longer combat effective or they were so sick they were sent home or sent uh, uh, to hospitals. Or the uh, uh, There were thousands who had died, uh, some due to actions uh, in combat, actions of the enemy, the majority due to disease. Uh, Disease killed probably ten times as many uh, of the Americans as any of the enemy ever did. So we end up at a point that looks very, very dark for the nation. The majority of the troops, their enlistments up, have left for home. Uh, another huge portion uh, are sick. They've gotten sick and uh, gone home, or they are sick and they're receiving uh, uh, invalid care in some hospital or farmhouse or or mud hut somewhere. Uh, some have been killed or wounded uh, because there were a great many wounds. And... Uh, and that, and then there were desertions. There were a lot of folks who said, "Look, that's it. Uh, here we are, defeated and driven uh, out west with nothing." When the armies quit, uh, 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 many of the uh, the battlefields at that time, or and quit some of the forts. They had to quit at a dead run. They had to leave and take nothing with them. No tents, no food, no kettles for cooking. The majority of the men had received no pay for uh, for over a year. Congress had no money. So they couldn't pay them. So many of them felt, look, if I, I've, I've been here working and fighting, and maybe my time is up, isn't up, but I'm not getting paid either. And my family is at home and they're hungry and there's no one but me to bring in the the harvest or to take care of the animals or to, to find food or firewood for my family because firewood was very important at that time too. That was the only way that you heated a home then. There was no butane or propane or electricity 
It was all firewood, and the firewood had to be cut before winter came. And uh, and a lot of the folks left. They just left. They up and left. But not everyone. Not everyone did. There remained a few, a tiny few, who stood their ground, who were holding fast. Joseph Reed, who was Washington's secretary, as I said, he was there with Washington during the dark days. He wrote uh, wrote a letter uh, to one of his friends. Uh, Let's see, it was to... Uh, let me think who it is here. No, I believe it's to a a Tillman. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna read you the letter that he wrote because I think it's very important. Uh, this is in the beginning. This is uh, in the middle of the letter. In the case of a people endowed with valor and not deficient in volubility, the experience of active service soon makes it evident that those two qualities are not always united in the same individual. In America especially, where national self-knowledge is stimulated by a national sense of humor, men discover at an early period in every successive year that heroes of the tavern and the street corner are a large portion sluggards on the march and skulkers in action. When I see, wrote Colonel Reed, how few who talk so largely of death and honor are around me and that those who are here are those from whom it was least expected. I am lost in wonder and surprise. Your noisy sons of liberty are, I find, the very quietest in the field, in engagement, or even the expectation of one, gives a wonderful insight into character. Loud politicians often showed themselves to be tame soldiers, and professional bullies were invariably among the very worst. A federal general, eminent in the War of the Succession, expressly says that champions who had been the terror of their native place in time of peace, whose figures were dis- whose features were disfigured by traces of the prize ring or of conflicts with a rival volunteer fire company, were no better than cringing cowards in an honorable encounter where death stared them in the face. Does that sound familiar to you? Your noisy sons of liberty are, I find, the very quietest in the field. The people that are here, the people that were left there from him, are those from whom it was least expected. We 
we find that today. We find the the same thing today. And uh, to, nowadays we know them as uh, keyboard commandos. Uh, these are the guys who uh, who are uh, literally and figuratively and uh, literally uh, pumping themselves on the chest and uh, and growling they can have my gun when they fry it from my cold, dead hands. These are the guys that uh, you would expect to see in the front ranks of the lines, right? Uh, these are the guys that you expect to see at an apple tea. The guys who are saying, I'm, I'm a patriot. I'm a patriot. Look at me. I'm a patriot. I'm, I'm, they better not mess with me or I'm going to give them both barrels. Blah, blah, blah. Those are the people you'd figure you'd see in Appleseed, right? And yet, instead, just as Colonel Reed found, I find the same thing. When I look around me, when I look up and down the line at an Appleseed, what I see are those people from whom I least expected it. A great number of the folks who attend Apple Seeds are older gentlemen. I got to be careful when I start saying this because uh, what I found is that uh, <coughs> is that uh, I'm pointing the finger at, at folks that uh, that I'm now the same age as. <laughs> I'm an old dude. That's what my daughters call me. I'm the old dude, and. Uh, and those are some of the faces that I see at the apple seeds. I see the the old dudes, the quiet old dudes. I see the uh, the women and children. Now, certainly, uh, when you think of a of a line of patriots uh, learning the skills and techniques to safeguard their nation and their nation's freedoms and liberties. You're, you're, the first faces that come to mind are not ringed with gray hair or uh, or feminine faces with uh, uh, with long curls, right? Or children. But that's who we see at events. That's who we see at apple seeds and. Uh, uh, and I think that that's fantastic. We uh, and those are the folks that we want. And uh, <clears throat> that are these are the these are the one percent who are going to make the difference for the nation. When I was talking about that earlier, the uh, the tiny handfuls that every time our nation has been facing an uncertain future, uh, every time our nation has has found itself balanced on the nice edge uh, with the possibility of falling either way. The, the, the folks that pushed us back, that pushed the nation back into place where defended it, 
uh, was not the huge majority of Americans who were were suddenly standing up and uh, uh, and taking their place uh, as defenders of our freedom. It was a tiny group of people, a tiny, tiny percentage of the Americans who managed to save the nation for all of the rest of the people. Uh, okay, I just uh, just refresh the switchboard, and I see that uh, see we've got some more calls here. Let me very quickly though tell you that uh, that there have been three different cases already that uh, I've come across at events. Three different uh, women where women have showed up uh, to an event. And uh, they're there either by themselves or with their kids, and uh, and we would be talking about uh, how they were doing or or how they heard about the program or uh, just having conversation. And then I would ask them, I said, "Well, if I found out they were married, I said, well, where's your husband at?'" And in each of the three cases, uh, the woman said, "Well, my co- my husband either had no interest or." Uh, he wasn't interested in shooting or learning to shoot, and he wasn't. Uh, uh, yeah, he was busy doing something else, whatever it was. And the woman said, "I guess if uh, my family is going to be defended, it's going to have to be me that's doing the defending." <laughs> and I love that from them. I love that because <clears throat> that is the salt of our nation. And they are uh, great examples of the folks uh, that come to an event and uh, the folks that are going to be part of the 1% that changes the future uh, of the nation. All right, let's bring on uh, uh, some more of the callers. Uh, Dragonfly, welcome to the program. Hi, Scout. How are you doing? Good, real good, real good, real good. Kind of reminds me of a story I, I get quite a bit, too. Uh, I put a shoot Swamico oh, a couple of years ago. A couple of gals were out there learning how to shoot shoot rifle and asking, well, where, where are the husbands? They're talking about their husbands. It's like, well, somebody's got to protect the farm animals from the uh, um, from the coyotes. They won't do it. If there's anything brought into the house that needs to be eaten, it's those gals would bring in the food. They were bow hunters, and and it was it was kind of neat. Uh, but uh, yeah, apple seed coming out to shoot. It's it, it's really great to see people come out and and get out of their comfort zone. Um, but uh, yeah, um, it's a good thing. Uh, a lot of us, a lot of us instructors that aren't really into uh, getting up and talking in front of people. Well. If that's what it takes to save the country, it's amazing what you can make yourself do just to be a part of that. Yeah, exactly. Well, your uh, the information said you wanted to talk about the uh, the Wounded Warrior Project. Now you've come on the show several times now, and you you've talked about it. Can you give us an update on the uh, on uh, the project that you're working on? Yeah. Well, we had this last weekend that. Uh, um, the Lodi Wisconsin event that uh, uh, we had a Wounded Warrior Project fundraiser, 
Um, we had oh, about 30 people on the line, but uh, really hot weekend. You know, other than that, the weather was you know beautiful sunshine, glorious weekend for an apple seed. But uh, um, we had some great people out there, some people first time apple seeders, which is always good to see. Um, some great volunteers come out from uh, Indiana and Ohio. Uh, Ratchet came out, thanks to her. Um, Brown, who was really a big part of this, um, um, and, and behind the scenes and getting things working. Goldfish from Ohio. Uh, it was it was just a great thing. Uh, all the volunteers and um, Peter Nick did his final shoe crossing training. He did a real good job with that. Coley Cat was there to make sure everything went well. Uh, it was just just a great just a great time. Um, Armalite donated an upper for the for the event. Um, Vortex donated one of the Rimfire sculpts, one of my favorite sculpts. I've got a rifle right now. It's got close to 14,000 rounds on it. It looks like brand new. Um, uh, Craddock Precision donated a barrel, AR-15 barrel. Um, Promag donated uh, some uh, 1022 stocks. But all in all, we were able to uh, uh, raise... Uh, just a little over three thousand dollars for a Wounded Warrior project, so it was it was it was a good thing. Um, first time we'd ever tried to do anything like that. You know, five hundred one C, all volunteers, nonprofit doing a fundraiser for another nonprofit. It was it was uh, yeah, but that's the it way it's thing. supposed to be. I mean, that's that's yeah. the whole that's the whole purpose of this uh, of not of this not of Appleseed, but I'm saying that's the whole purpose of uh, of what we as Americans are supposed to be doing. And then that's what we learned from our founders. We you know, that's what it's like to be that's what it means to be an American. We we take care we take care of our own. We take care of ourselves. We we just you know, we I don't mean ourselves. We take care of we take care of our own. We you know, it it it, it was a good thing. It was really a good thing and uh, I think we're well, you know, gonna try and the, do this before the government uh, came along, it seems like uh, like people got taken care of, uh, even though there was no government to uh, uh, to take care of them. People got taken care of by their neighbors, by their churches, by the different organizations, by people who were uh, Americans have always had the uh, they've always had the desire. Uh, to help each other out, and uh, and it's something that that we've really been taking a beating on uh, by the government stepping in and uh, and deciding it's going to force people, uh, it's going to take their money and it's just going to uh, to spend it the way it wants to be. Uh, before that, there wasn't a lot of problems with taking care of uh, uh, other needs of folks because Americans just naturally want to do that. The uh, uh, my wife was president of the uh, the junior league here in Bell County, and uh, and the whole one of the whole ideas behind the junior league, which is a nonprofit organization, is they pick other nonprofit uh, organizations as uh, charities, and they do fundraising events for them, and they take care of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's when you when you have to take care of take care of your own, take care of people around you. It kind of takes that, uh, uh, what's that word I'm looking for? It takes that laziness element out of it because you, 
if you got things to do, you got things that need to be done. Well, we got to do them, and that's and that's that kind of uh, um, puts us puts us ahead of ahead of the curve in the rest of the world, I think. Right, and uh, sound like you guys did a really great job. I've been talking to the the uh, Texas crews here over the last uh, over the last year and a half. We've been trying to to put together a list of of charities that we want to uh, you know charities and causes that we want to help, and we're not. We've been trying to. We're working out a way to do it. We're not asking Appleseed to do it. Uh, just like you guys did, we're asking Appleseed to do this. We're just going to, uh, but we're going to figure out a way to do it and get uh, uh, and 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 twofold because I don't want to I don't want to sound uh, mercenary about it, but I, I do want to say that that uh, that for to to get a picture of the paper or anywhere else showing. Uh, uh, Appleseed instructors uh, handing over a check to a charity is a good thing. All right, good. Yeah. It's, it's good for the charity and because it helps to raise uh, awareness of the needs of that charity, and it's good for Appleseed because it shows that we're not do, we're not just doing this uh, for ourselves. We're not just doing this to to make money for ourselves or to to benefit ourselves. That we we truly have uh, you know uh, philanthropic uh, uh, you know desires at the heart of what we're doing. Yep. Yep. Well, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad it turned out well. Yep. It, it was it was it was really truly a blessed event. I mean, it's it, it really, uh, it was, it, it was such a thing. I think God was shining down upon us the whole weekend. It just felt, it felt that way, you know. It, um, you know it, well, let me ask you this. Sorry. Go ahead. Now that you've done it, now that you've done this one, obviously the, the, the logical follow-on question is what's next? Well, I, I think we're probably going to, Turning this into an annual event, you know, I don't know, possibly nationally, but at least for uh, at least for um, Lodi, um, probably this June event. And I was thinking of probably calling it, uh, naming it after one of our first wounded warriors of this country. I like to tell the story of Samuel Whittemore, um, which uh, kind of uh, ties the present with the past. Did you guys actually work that into the uh, uh, into the story? Yep, yep, yep. So it was. Well, that's really that's a good idea, though. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was just just the volunteers to come together. Um, the shooters had a good time. There was a lot of lot of new shooters at this event, which is really neat to see. We had uh, um, one of our past shooters brought a couple buddies with him. Um, he managed to uh, um, he raised on uh, his he's a Matco tool man and he raised a thousand dollars he raised almost five hundred bucks um, on his route and uh, he told everybody that he'd match what he raised and uh, gave us a check for 
for a thousand bucks for the Wounded Warrior project, which was kind of neat. But uh, wow, we had different, did you different work, games. Did you work directly with the reps from Wounded Warriors? Um, we we did this as a fundraiser. Uh, we didn't, uh, you know, Apple Studio always welcomes you know adaptive you know vets if anybody needs to you know come out of wherever we make that work for them. But uh, we didn't uh, we didn't have any vets come out to the event. It's, uh, no, no, um, yeah, no. I mean, the uh, uh, did you coordinate this or work with the uh, uh, the Wounded Warrior Project folks? Yes, yes, we did. Yes, we did. Okay. Um, so the event was was on their calendar, and uh, um, but uh, yeah, they were they were glad about this, um, but. Uh, Anything we can do, and their their big thing is, you know, you hear Wounded Warrior Project quite a bit, and it's awareness, and and uh, just just it was just a great opportunity to to give back to to those that helped defend this country. I'm kind of tired. Right. Into, uh, president and uh, any of the uh, uh, any of the Appleseed crew that you want to uh, say hey to or say thanks to for helping out with that event. Yeah, sure. Everybody that was out there, um, um, Brown uh, from from Indiana came out. Um, Ratchet came out as a shooter, which was nice to see. And, and of course, you know when you come to a shoot as a shooter, it's really hard to to not uh, not pick up a a hat and start uh, start helping out when somebody needs some help. But uh, it was great. Goldfish came out from Ohio. Um, Lady Vetch, um, she's kind of the local boots. On the ground there, uh, her and her son, Bellringer, one of our junior instructors, did a real good job for the weekend. Um, her husband was was the cook for the weekend, um, so we uh, we cooked out the lots for all the shooters, uh, which was donated by a, an area grocery store, which was kind of neat. Um, but uh, Coley Cat and uh, Old Glory opened up their home. Which is one of the great things about Appleseed to the to the volunteers and uh, if uh, you know a couple extra rooms that they had plus uh, there was tents set up in their backyard. We had the uh, instructor meeting at their house. You know a couple pizzas and uh, you know, uh, but uh, yeah, it was good times. Um, Trisha was out there, promotions coordinator from Wisconsin, helping out and. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, all in all, it was uh, it was uh, it was a good good time. Well, listen, I'm really I'm really proud and very and 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 grateful to uh, uh, you know to to call myself a uh, uh, an apple seed instructor in the same ranks with you. Dragonfly, and with the job that you did there for the the wounded warrior folks, and I really appreciate it because. Well, thank you. If there's if there's ever a group of folks who uh, have always throughout our history have always gotten the dirtiest end of the stick, it is our American soldiers, and. Uh, you can say all you want about folks respecting them and uh, and everything else, but uh, if you look at uh, from the very beginning, the first soldiers 
the guys that I was just talking about earlier, the guys that that found themselves uh, on the banks of the Delaware River in winter uh, with no winter clothes and no food. They hadn't been paid in over a year. And uh, they were asked to to give a little bit more and to uh, uh, to go with Washington uh, on a uh, on an attack on Trenton and Princeton, and they did. And because they did, it changed the outcome of the war. And uh, if you look at the the troops from, like I said, all the way from the the very beginning, the Re- American Revolutionary War. Uh, all the way to uh, the the all of the Gulf War veterans, uh, you see uh, a nonstop line of guys uh, who've gotten the rough end of the stick, and most especially are the the soldiers who have been wounded in battle, because uh, it's it's one thing to be killed in battle, because I I thought about that many times myself while I was serving. Is that uh, I was hoping that if something happened, uh, I was I was actually more prone to hoping that it was going to be a swift death than for it to be uh, something where my legs were, my arms were gone, or I was paralyzed, or something like that. Uh, it's a hard existence, and uh, every bit of help that uh, that we can extend to these folks uh, is worth our efforts. Yep. yep. All right. Well, anything else? Uh, anything you have coming up? Oh, uh, just you know, regular shoots on the schedule. You know, anybody. Uh, Anybody out there looking at the schedule, AppleseedInfo.org, click on the map on the right side, hit your state, and uh, look at the events coming up. We've got a couple of events coming up in Wisconsin this week. Uh, Suamico up north by Green Bay. Uh, one of the Green Bay Packers, got to get that in there, even though they didn't do as good as they should have this year. Um, and uh, Hubertus down by, uh, down by Milwaukee. We've got a one-day shoot coming up here. But uh um yeah, just kinda kinda coming down after the, the, the big high of the weekend and uh I thought I'd call and let everybody know that it was it was a it was a big success. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Dragonfly and uh, and I'm really looking forward to to hearing about uh about next year's project and Listen, I really encourage the rest of you guys to uh, contact Dragonfly and see about see about uh, working your own angle on this, and 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 see if you can't uh, put together a, a some type of a project like this. Uh, and you don't have to pick; uh, you can pick whoever you want it to be, but pick somebody, pick something, and uh, see if you can't uh, do your part. To help out, when I talk about the the one percenters in the nation, when I talk about the the folks who are standing on the line, standing on the wall to to help save our nation, I'm not just talking about uh, defending it or fighting in battles 
uh, like Trenton in person. I'm talking about about doing your part to make things right in the nation, uh, doing your part to help somebody else out. And and don't get me wrong, I'm certainly not trying to preach anybody because the majority of the of the folks who are listening to my voice or listening to this show, they're already there. They're already there. Uh, the folks that I meet at Appleseed events, uh, instructors and attendees, are the absolute best folks in the nation. Uh, a long time ago, I got rid of all of my uh, my old uh, raggedy good for nothing friends and uh, replaced them all with apple seed friends. So, and yet still, uh, I want to remind folks that that this is part of the way that we save the nation uh, is by by taking care of each other. Uh, so. Thanks again, Dragonfly. God bless you and the work that you've done and all the folks who helped out at the, uh, at the event. And uh, we look forward to hearing from uh, from you again. It doesn't have to be next year. It can be any time during the year. But we'll certainly look forward to hearing uh, about the uh, the upcoming project. Yep. Thanks, Thanks Scott. All right. You take thanks, care of yourself, Thanks buddy. for your show. Yep. Yep. Take care, too. Uh, Bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right, we really appreciate uh, the work that he did there. And uh, like I said, I I would think that uh, that he can be uh, an inspiration uh, to all the rest of you guys because this is something that uh, this is something that everybody can do is get involved with uh, with. Okay, hold on a second. Okay, sorry about that. I got uh I've got uh eighteen screaming piranha. We had uh we had uh both of our Golden Retrievers had uh, had litters at the same time, and uh, uh, it's not something we wanted to have happen. It's just that I've got five young daughters who uh, are still uh, uh, who are still not aware uh, uh, of animal uh, biology. Uh, as much as I try to explain it to them, that the dogs cannot be left alone for even a second. Uh, so we ended up with uh, 18 puppies. And, uh, you know, they're at the, I guess, about the five-week age right now in their lives. And I just stepped outside for just one second, and and it's scary. It's like uh, like stepping into a pool of piranha uh, they just start mobbing you, and you you can't even walk because uh, they're racing uh, around to the front of your foot as you're trying to walk, and uh, and they're grabbing onto your pants and everything else. So uh, uh, not only that, but uh, after I get through with the show, I'll have to go and finish my 
my puppy duty with their pens, which is to finish cleaning out their pens, because if you can imagine, you've got uh, 18 puppies with uh, uh, like an average of five to six uh, bowel movements a day, and uh, it can get ugly really quick, and it does. Uh, so <clears throat> that's what I'll be doing after the show. We'll finish uh, mucking up their, their uh, pen again real good. I do it twice a day. And then uh, put them in bed for the night so that they can be uh, in their pens on the uh, uh, on the front deck there and uh, safe from critters and stuff because they all already have been adopted by folks and uh, I don't want uh, uh, I don't want a coyote or a mountain lion or something carrying off one of the puppies and have to try and explain it to. Their owners. Anyway, uh, we got a few minutes left. If any of you guys want to uh, uh, to call in to thank any of your local crews, we're still uh, available to take that. The number is three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero. And I see that uh, that uh, my uh, business partner, uh, Mr. Martinez, has. Showing up in the chat room, and uh, he probably didn't hear it uh, at the beginning of the show, but we did a long uh, intro for Battle Road. And uh, if you guys have any questions uh, about Battle Road, if you're in the chat room and you have any questions about uh, uh, Battle Road or what we're doing or anything else, then uh, he is in the chat room and available to answer your questions. And if you want any more information, uh, you are... Most certainly welcome to go to the website, battleroadusa.com, and check that out. And once again, let me invite you again to attend the courses we're going to have in July, 21st and 22nd, Level 1, Level 2 handgun, and then uh, the next weekend is uh, defensive shotgun, home defense shotgun. And uh, and Mark is uh, a fantastic instructor. Uh, he's a uh, senior instructor with the Appleseed Project, and he's carrying uh, 20 years of experience in the streets with him, uh, and he brings those in for your benefit to the uh, Battle Road USA courses. If you want a living, breathing uh, proof that his techniques uh, must work fairly well, then him standing there in front of you is a good example of, of him uh, being able to use the skills and techniques he's going to teach you to keep himself safe. All right, so battleroadusa.com, that's the website, and uh, you can email either of us directly from the website, uh, and uh, uh, Mark will have the uh, the electronic uh, registration thing done in the next couple of days, so you'll be able to go directly to the website to uh, uh, to register for an event, secure your place online. And, yeah, it's going to be a bit hot uh, at the end of July, but guess what? Uh, it gets a little bit hot every year, and uh, and you still have to live through it. You still have to figure out what to do during the heat, and it's Texas, by gosh. So don't let a little bit of heat uh, scare you away from learning these skills and techniques and the mindset that you need in order to defend yourself and your loved ones uh, 
in real world scenarios. And uh, uh, we've got the uh, we've got the new shoot houses that uh, that we built that uh, you'll be able to use uh, on the end of each day for level one and level two. And uh, as I told you before, these aren't this this isn't a tactics course. Level two and level uh, level one, level two isn't. Level three is a tactics course. Level one, level two are not tactics courses, but you'll still be using the shoot house just to uh, to use the marksmanship techniques that we've uh, that we've given you in, in more of a real world scenario. So <clears throat> we'll post some more some more pictures of the shoot house uh, on the website. I have a quick story about that though. Is that uh, when Mark was up helping with the shoot house uh, uh, a few weeks ago? And I was telling him to be careful with the auger because uh, almost all farm equipment is dangerous. There's not a day that goes by in America that several farmers don't kill themselves and several dozen more don't uh, permanently maim themselves on farm equipment. It's every single day. And, uh, and, while we were digging post holes, sure enough, Mark got a little too close to the uh, power takeoff line, and there was a little bolt sticking out of the, the power takeoff, and that thing grabbed a hold of him. Now, luckily, it, uh, it deflected itself off of his double mag carrier on his left side. Otherwise, if it would have punched into his skin, uh, the power takeoff on the tractor would have no qualms whatsoever about uh, completely uh, disemboweling you. Uh, I, I don't care how big a person you are. If you uh, if it grabs a hold of you, it's going to shred you. I mean, there's nothing. If it grabs a hold of a horse, it would shred the horse. There's nothing you can do to stop it. Anyway, the bolt uh, grabbed a hold of him, but it hit his mag, his double mag carrier, and ended up just stripping off his shirt. So <laughs> it looks like he was wearing like a... Hey, one of those Dallas Tribune short shirts or something, and uh, uh, and uh, I think it was uh, I believe it was Kirby. Kirby and I, I think both fixed our shirts up, uh, you know, pulled them up high and tied them off so that uh, so that Mark wouldn't feel uh, uh, you know he wouldn't feel any embarrassment over it. But uh, he still took off and wouldn't change his shirt. <clears throat> but there he is putting his life on the line for you in order to build a shoot house that you can use to gain experience. And uh, and uh, we'll be glad to see you guys at BattleRoadUSA.com. All right. Uh, that is uh, that's going to take us to the to the end of the show tonight. And uh, I want to thank everybody for uh for tuning in and uh, next week we're gonna have uh uh Chuck Undersea, who is the director of the Heartland Pictures uh Behold a Pale Horse uh the uh, the movie that just got released and uh and the Appleseed is uh is one of the uh featured interviews and I believe you can catch the I believe you can get the disc off of Amazon now and uh and listen, don't buy it just for the apple seed thing, because apple seed is only uh, a couple of minutes out of the two hours. Uh, but uh, and also, whenever you listen to it, don't uh, 
if you watch the movie or listen to the movie, don't uh, don't take it as as something that Appleseed is uh, advocating. All it is is it's a group of individuals who have been interviewed uh, each with their own message and uh, their own opinions on things. So, and that's exactly what they are, their own opinions. Uh, with the only difference being that uh, uh, that Appleseed, the Appleseed interview and the Appleseed section, isn't my opinion on anything. It is just the uh, a discussion of what Appleseed is and what it does. And Appleseed is featured as one of the solutions to the problems that our nation faces. All right? Uh, well, I want to thank you, folks. I want to be sure and thank uh, my co-host. Uh, my co-host, Sam, does a great job. He's there every single uh, week that I am. He's been with me now for the last few years. Uh, he's the same two hours. Every Thursday night, he's giving up the same ones as I am. He just uh, he just doesn't have to flap his jaws like me, which I'm sure he's happy about. But uh, I do want to thank him because he makes the... Uh, he makes it possible for me to be able to do the show while he is uh, running the uh, the information and the equipment and stuff in the background and doing the uh, uh, screening the, the call-in folks and stuff like that. And uh, and if I'm here, he's here. So uh, thanks a million, Sam. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, next Thursday at uh, 7 p.m. Central. Uh, until then, God bless and uh, keep you all.
Get control. 